Toronto's Dunai with a song called Susitko, Neighbor. Vitaju vas vsikšenovni radio sukeči na radio peredaču naš holos, radio Krinskoho Korinja. Hovorit pavina djakuju što rišele peribute zimnojusti Hello there and welcome to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm your host Pavlina and I'd like to thank you for joining me for another edition of this program. We've got a great show lined up for you. We've got uh, Ukrainian Jewish heritage and a book review of an interesting book focusing on the coexistence of Ukrainians and Jews for a whole millennium. As well, we have Myra Junik with a book review of Marsha Fordchuk's Skripuk's Stolen Child, the first in her trilogy of World War II novels. As well, something a little bit different. We've got a Ukrainian language lesson for you. This is uh, one of the, well, it is the first podcast of a program that I signed up for a little while ago, and I thought I'd like to share it with you. So stay tuned for all of that. We've also got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And you're going to need to keep your dancing boots strapped on because we've got Kalabai next from Edmonton from their CD, Kolomika Casualties, and Tsihana the Gypsy. <laughs> Циганочка молода, циганочка молода. Ти 
listen to Nash Holes without using your web browser? Well, it's very easy. Download Stitcher's Smart Radio for iPhone and Android. Since 1963, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage to benefit all Canadians. By the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shochenko Foundation has been funding fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow is the Shuchenko Foundation's first major capital fundraising campaign, and listeners of this program are encouraged to support the Foundation's efforts to increase funding for artists, organizations, and initiatives in education, cultural heritage, and community development. You can make a lasting impact on the community by helping the Foundation's Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow campaign meet its fundraising goal of $20 million. For donation options, visit OurLegacyYourTomorrow.com. For more information about the programs supported by the Foundation, visit ChochenkoFoundation.ca. And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now. Brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baker. Bias, stereotypes, and prejudices. We all strive to rise above them, but history often proves to be a burden, as well as a challenge to deeper understanding. A newly published book entitled Jews and Ukrainians, A Millennium of Coexistence, forthrightly tackles sensitive and controversial topics. Two distinguished academics have undertaken a bold project to outline in an intriguing new manner the long and complicated history of Jews and Ukrainians. Paul Robert Mogachi is Professor of History and Political Science at the University of Toronto, where he holds a John Yuremko Chair of Ukrainian Studies. Johanna Petrovsky-Stern is the Crown Family Professor of Jewish Studies and Professor of History in the History Department at Northwestern University. Writing separately and at times together, the co-authors produced a parallel narrative of two peoples that ultimately provided a single story. And this story reveals as many similarities as differences between the two peoples. Both ethnic Ukrainians and Jews are shown to be multilingual, multicultural, mobile, and highly culturally productive peoples. The perceived legacy of difference gives way to one of commonality. Jews and Ukrainians first began to interact on a significant scale in the early 17th century. From that time, historical memories were formed. The tone for relations between Jews and Ukrainians was set. Subsequent dramatic events, especially in the 20th century, formed new memories, memories often couched in stereotypes and prejudices. Twelve thematic chapters in the book outline the rich history of Jews and Ukrainians. They at first covered geography, history, economic life, traditional culture, and religion and language. They continue with literature, the arts, music, the diaspora, and contemporary Ukraine. The book is lavishly enhanced by over 300 full-color illustrations, over two dozen maps, plus several text inserts that address specific topics or explore controversial issues. In their treatment of these issues, the authors have chosen to be narrators, not polemicists. The book's streamlined style is extremely reader-friendly and aimed at the general public. The book won a special recognition award at the Livio Book Forum in 2016. After a journey through complex, problematic, and inspiring topics, the book concludes on a reflection of the past as prologue. The authors point out that our views of the past are often informed by individual perceptions, and these perceptions can evolve into stubbornly held beliefs and convictions. However, Professors Magotchi and Petrovsky-Stern remind us that perceptions we hold of the past may be based on the absence of knowledge. Ignorance fuels misperceptions. This book offers an invaluable resource for those who are willing to challenge their existing convictions and beliefs and to take a step forward 
into greater knowledge. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Copies of Jews and Ukrainians, a Millennium of Coexistence, can be ordered on the University of Toronto Press publishing website or through Amazon.com. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com.
Klezmer Suite, performed by a group from Ukraine called Brio. And this is a group that I've just found out about. They uh, sent me an email this morning with a link, and I'll be finding out more about them and sharing more of their music because it is just wonderful. That, again, was their Klezmer Suite. Welcome to Knizhka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, Ukrainian stories in English. In this edition of Knishka Corner, we will be discussing Marsha Forchuk Skripuk's novel Stolen Child. Stolen Child is the first novel in Skripuk's award-winning trilogy of novels, which includes Making Bombs for Hitler and Underground Soldier. In this novel, Skripuk explores the life of 12-year-old Nadia Kravchuk, who cannot remember anything about her past. She tells readers... I was frightened beyond words. Who is she? Nadia travels to Brantford, Ontario, from a displaced persons camp in Germany, where she has spent five years after World War II. She arrives with her mother, Marusha, and her father, Ivan. However, these two recently married individuals are not really her parents. Nadia is troubled by strange dreams about her past, as she struggles to remember who she really is and what she has experienced. In Brantford, she tries to adapt to her new school environment, but has difficulty fitting in with her schoolmates. She is ruthlessly teased and called the Hitler girl. Mikhailo, a Ukrainian classmate, tries to help her in the classroom. He takes her to the library, where she finds refuge. Miss McIntosh, her neighbor helps her to learn the English language. She's befriended by Linda, one of her classmates. However, the haunting dreams continue until Nadia at last remembers that she was kidnapped by the Germans. She was taken from her own family to live with a German family until she escaped after the war with Marusha, who had been working as an Osterbeiter, slave laborer for the family. Skripuk's novel about the little-known German Liebensborn Font of Life program is a revelation. The cruelty of kidnapping children to be raised as Germans because they look like Aryans is unspeakable. The narrative is very well written, fast-paced, and descriptive. The passages of Nadia's dreams reveal more and more to the reader as the novel progresses. It is also a very good portrait of the immigrant experience in Canada from a unique viewpoint. Although the novel can stand alone, readers who have read the other two novels in this series will have a better appreciation for the characters and the events of the background narrative. If readers haven't read Making Bombs for Hitler and Underground Soldier yet, they will definitely want to do so after reading this book. Marsha Forchuk-Skripuk has received numerous awards and honors for her picture books and young adult novels, including Aram's Choice, which was nominated for the Canadian Library Association Book of the Year for Children in 2007. In 2008, Marsha was awarded the Order of Princess Olha by the Ukrainian President Yushchenko in recognition of the picture book Enough, which described the Holodomor a Soviet-engineered famine 
in which 7 million Ukrainians were starved to death in 1932-33. Marsha's novel, Making Bombs for Hitler, won the Silver Birch Award in 2012 and was on the 2014 shortlist for the Kobzad Literary Award. Skripuk's Underground Soldier was a finalist for the 2016 Kobzad Literary Award. Stolen Child gives readers of all ages a unique perspective into the events of the Second World War and shines a light on a forgotten piece of history for readers of all ages. Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Up next, a young group from Winnipeg called, incidentally, Molodsi, which means young people. Here they are now with traditional Ukrainian folk song, Voroshka, the fortune teller. Слухайте радіопередачу «Наш голос» радіо Кринського коріння на багатомовній радіостанції AM1320 CHMB у місті Ванкувері. Говорить Павліна. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on AM1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host Pavlina.
Ти Запорозі їхали зі сходу, вже давно як бачили свій край. Ось світе Калина, це наша Україна, до привіту став у весь народ. Another group from Winnipeg, they call themselves Siege, and that was Raise the Bulava from their CD entitled Home of the Cossacks. Now, earlier in the show, I promised something different, Ukrainian language lessons. Now, this is something I've been thinking about for a long time, and not just to bring on the show. I'm one of probably a million Canadians and likely about as many Americans who have lost the language, if not our love for it, and our heritage culture. There are many reasons to have lost the ability to communicate fluently in the language of our Ukrainian ancestors. Ours has not been a society of polyglots here in the in North America. But in the 21st century, that may be changing, not least of all as the benefits of multilingualism become more recognized. Ukrainians coming from a polyglot society tend to take multilingualism for granted. 
but they also realize that a good part of the world does not. One perceptive and talented Ukrainian woman by the name of Anna Ogoyko has created a Ukrainian language lessons podcast. Hers is not the only one out there, but it's one I really like. I find it easy to follow and, most importantly, to remember. Here's an excerpt of her very first Ukrainian lesson podcast. Hello and welcome to the Ukrainian Lessons Podcast. Mene zvati Anna. My name is Anna. And today we start together a long and exciting journey of learning Ukrainian. I'll be your guide to help you on your way. This series of podcasts will be designed primarily for beginners. So it is for you if you have never learned Ukrainian or if you only have some basic knowledge. Or maybe you are already intermediate, but you want to review the basics. Then it's also a podcast for you. Ukrainian language is not the hardest one and not the easiest. You might be scared of the weird alphabet or seven cases of a single noun, but believe me, I was also scared by the multiple past tenses in English, like I have done, I did, I was doing, I had done. In Ukrainian, there is only one past tense. I learned English with teachers and on my own, and still I have never been to the English-speaking country. So I perfectly understand that uh, you're a bit scared, but I also know about all the excitement about starting learning a language and then proceeding and then getting your first good results, especially if you have your motivation, like Ukrainian ancestors, family, maybe a job in Ukraine or just a special feeling to this country and its people. I hope this podcast will be something to keep you excited and eager to learn Ukrainian. Today we are learning all the ways of how to greet people, ask how they are doing in Ukrainian and listen how the native speakers do it. Let's stop with the introductions. Last weekend I met two of my friends in Kyiv, capital of Ukraine. It was a nice day and we decided to meet at the Shevchenko Park in Kyiv to have some morozevo, ice cream, and to chill together. First, I met with Inna, and then I met with Katya. Let's listen to the beginnings of our conversations with them. Привіт! Привіт! Як справи? Чудово! Рада тебе бачити! Я теж! А у тебе як справи? Добре! Привіт. Привіт. Як ти? Нормально. А ти як? Теж нормально. Okay, so I want to say again that Inna and Katya are my friends. So that was a typical informal conversation. This was a language we used between friends, relatives, family, people we know for a long time, people of the same age with us, with no superiority between us. Let's keep in mind that today we are talking about informal, friendly situation. The very first point I want to mention is the actual greeting. At the beginning of both dialogues I said Privit. This is a typical and the most common greeting for friends and family. Let's repeat. Privit. Remember that I leave some space for you to repeat after me. Next comes the how are you part. There are two ways of asking this in Ukrainian. First, jak sprawy? Literally, it means how are the things? Jak sprawy? Jak sprawy? Jak sprawy? We usually use uh, this one, but the full version is Jak u tebe sprawy? How are the things 
With you. У тебе. Як у тебе справи? Як у тебе справи? Second. Як ти? Literally, how are you? Як ти? You might have noticed that there is no verb to be, are, in як справи or як ти. It's just як, how, and things, справи, or як, how, and ти, you. That's because in Ukrainian, in the present tense, we almost always skip the verb to be. Now comes the response. Let's see different options. If you are doing great, you can say чудово, meaning wonderful. In English could be great. Чудово. If you are doing good, it's добре, good, добре. For very good, we add very, дуже, дуже добре. If someone asks you як справи, you respond and ask back. А у тебе як справи? Or in short, it is А у тебе? If someone asks you як ти, you respond and ask back. А як ти? Or А ти як? So you see, word order in Ukrainian is very flexible. So you can either say А як ти? Or А ти як? And what is А? It's a very important uh, small word. It means and, but only in the beginning of the sentence that is contrasting the previous one. As first of all, we were talking about Inna, my friend, and then she wants to talk about me. These are two different people, two different stories, right? So in this case, for and you, we use A. А ти? А у тебе як справи? We use this one a lot. Hope it was clear for you. Now you know what to say when you greet people in Ukrainian. What about some practice? What do you reply when I say to you привіт? You could say привіт or привіт, радий тебе бачити or привіт, як справи? Number two. What do you reply when I say to you як справи? There are many options. You could say чудово, добре, дуже добре. The last part of our podcast will be dedicated to some small cultural information. Do you know what Ukrainians usually say? When you ask them, як справи? They might say, нормально, and then start to explain why they are doing good or not so good, what they were doing today, who they met, how they like the weather or not, what they are going to do today, tomorrow, next month. They might give you compliments also, or mention that your head looks weird. And that's only for the як справи question. So be careful asking that. In Ukrainian, how are you is not just a routine and etiquette, but it means that you want to get an update on the life of the person, either it's good or bad. And to understand all that language, stick to Ukrainian Lessons podcast and step by step we will get to it. And that was it the very first lesson of Ukrainian Lessons podcast. You might think that we have not covered a lot today, but that's on purpose. Our goal is to take things slow, nice and easy. I want you to enjoy your Ukrainian experience and not rush into it. Trust me and take this journey with us. It's going to be nice and fun. I have prepared a free PDF guide for you with the notes from this lesson, the dialogues, phrases, and even some extra information and bonus vocabulary on the same topic that wasn't mentioned. If you are subscribed to Ukrainian Lessons podcast newsletter, you get this podcast and a PDF guide to your email.
If not, to get the PDF guide for free, go to ukrainianlessons.com slash episode 1. До побачення! Goodbye! was an excerpt of Anna Ogoyko's Ukrainian Lessons podcast, Lesson 1. If you found the excerpt helpful and are interested in more from Anna, visit her website, ukrainianlessons.com. for you there that was from a CD called Ukrainian Village Music Historic Recordings 1928 to 1933 put out by the Arhuli Music Label back in 1994 and that was Joseph Pizio with a Pete Kometska Kolomeka. Coming up next another bit of a blast from the past about that era uh, maybe a little bit more recent uh, this is a group of Female singers from the East Coast of the United States, and they call themselves Fitania. Here they are now with a little ditty, a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Navulitsi Skripka Raya, playing a violin on the street. <laughs> Пусть 
Here's what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. On Wednesdays, catch Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasting live from Nanaimo to north and central Vancouver Island, the Gulf Islands, the Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and in the greater Vancouver listening area. Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY Radio Malaspina, 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. On Friday, enjoy a pierogi supper at St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Center, 13512 108th Avenue, just off King George Boulevard in Surrey. Doors are open from 4.30 to 7.30 p.m. For more information, call 604-531-1923 or visit their website, www.uocstmarysurrey.com. Nash Holos airs in international syndication on the PCJ Radio Network, broadcasting weekly on AM, FM, and shortwave radio to over 20 countries. Information and podcast links on PCJ Radio at www.pcjmedia.com. Channel 8 Omni airs two Ukrainian-language TV shows in the Vancouver viewing area, Contact TV Sundays at 7 a.m., with repeats Tuesdays at 9 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 a.m., and Forum TV Sundays at 8 a.m., with repeats on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. and Thursdays at 12 noon. And at 6 p.m. on Saturday evenings, flip your radio dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me for another hour of fun on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nasholos and me on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nasholos.com. <laughs>
and a couple of folk dances that you'll hear very often at Ukrainian gatherings on the prairies and even perhaps non-Ukrainian gatherings. That was the By Request Band you just heard from Steinbeck with the Driftaway Waltz and before them the Interlake Polka Kings from the Interlake area in Manitoba and the Seven Step Waltz. And our proverb of the week translates as it is easier to gain enemies than to lose them. Somebody should tell Mr. Putin. That brings us to the end of our program here on Nasholos. So to wrap it up, we've got the Ambrose Brothers from Winnipeg and George's Polka. I'm Pavlina on behalf of all of us here at Nasholos and AM 1320. Thanks for listening and Dobranich! Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.